Hi, welcome to the UMC Bible Study Podcast. My name is Tim Chen, and I am a family physician. I am a former student at UMMC Medical School. The purpose of this podcast is to help our students at UMC grow deeper with the Lord and also deeper in their faith and walk with God. We know that with our students' current schedule, it can be very difficult to get together and read the Word together with one another. So we figure that we would use this modality to help us pursue God together. I hope you enjoy this podcast, and please subscribe and continue to follow along as we get into the Old Testament and learn to see Jesus in the Old Testament. So today I'm joined with Christian Yu. So Christian is a PhD student at micro, in microbiology at University of Mississippi Medical Center, uh, and he's also part of the UMC Bible study. <clears throat> we want to see Jesus in the Old Testament. Right, that's the kind of our topic for this semester's Bible study, um, seeing Jesus in the Old Testament, and we've already started all the way back in Genesis. Um, this past week, this past Thursday, we covered some more aspects about the tree of life. The tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm-hmm. Right, right, correct. So, you know, what we want to see now is, you know, if they're familiar with these stories in the Old Testament, right? And, you know, there are Christians that use these as uh, creation history you know, some just tell them as good stories. We tell them in our, you know, our children's uh, time in church. But we want to really see the significance uh, of what God was trying to say and do here in uh, Genesis chapter 2. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and like Christian was saying, specifically uh, in Genesis chapter 2, verse, um, uh, chapter two, verse 9, uh, as well as verse 16 and 17. Mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, we want to wrap up with, okay, we want to see that they're more than stories, but how do they really relate to us today as right. Christians? Right. right. How can they apply to us practically? Even some principles that we might glean um, from seeing these pictures right, in right. the Old Testament. Exactly. So, you know, I'll, I'm just going to go ahead and read the verses and then maybe we can just fellowship a little bit, um, like Christian said, on what are... What is God doing here? Right? And so mm-hmm. this is Genesis chapter 2, verse 9. Uh, and it says, And out of the ground Jehovah God caused to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, as mm-hmm. well as the tree of life in the middle of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm-hmm. And then here is 16 and 17. And Jehovah God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may eat freely, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, of it you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Mm -hmm. So so what is, obviously, you know, there's a picture of these two trees here, but, Mm -hmm. but Christian, what God essentially doing here? What is he saying? Well, um... This is very interesting that this is basically the first thing that one of God's first interactions with man. Mm. Uh, he he plants these trees in the garden, 
right in the center, so that that means there's something significant about them. And then he places man right in front of them. And the first thing he tells them is not, um, you know, be a good person, but actually it's a warning about not eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, um, which would cause man to die. So uh, what what is God trying to tell man here? Uh, it has to do with his eating. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. You know, uh, many of us, when we first become, you know, when we first get saved, you know, the first thing we want to do is we want to be a good person. You know, um, we lived a life that was not pleasing to God. We had sin. Uh, we got really touched, uh, you know, that Jesus died for us. He shed his blood for us on Calvary. Uh, his blood washed away our sins. And, you know, you have this... Um, this feeling that you owe everything to God, right? Mm. So, uh, but one of our first things is, well, you just got to learn to be a good person. But that's not mm. exactly the thought here mm. when God brought ma- made man. In fact, the first thing with man, like Christian, you said, he put him in front of two trees. Mm-hmm. Right? And they're interesting mm-hmm. names. It's not like put him in front of the apple tree and put him in front of the peach tree. Uh-huh. Uh, but <laughs> one tree is called the tree of life. Right. And the other one is called the tree of the knowledge of both good and evil. Right. Right. It's interesting you mentioned, you know, when we first believe, we're, uh, we care a lot about our sin hmm. and being a good person. And, you know, actually that, that is a big part of our salvation. Um, but I just wanted to mention in Genesis 1 and 2, actually this was before the fall. Mm-hmm. This was before sin came in. So before there was that issue, you know, maybe that hindrance, we get a little bit of a window of what God was really interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why these these uh, verses are so important uh, to see what's going on here. So um, we've talked about the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. There's so many things we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what one item we did cover in the Bible study, and I think we should discuss, is two principles mm-hmm. from that that are uh, that's mm, that are connected <laughs> to mm-hmm. these two trees, and we should define that. Um, there's the tree of life, and we talked about the the, the principle there is dependence. Mm. And then the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and the principle there is independence. Mm-hmm. How did we get there? Let's yeah. talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. Because like you said, Christian, I mean, there's so many aspects that we could talk about mm-hmm. concerning these two trees. But really focusing in on, like I said, what we don't random, we never name things the tree of life. Right? That's mm-hmm. not, I've never been to you know, Kroger and said, let's go eat the tree, you know, this fruit is from the tree of life, right? <laughs> so there's, there's symbolism, there's, uh, there's principles here. And I like what you said, you know, the tree of life symbolizes our dependence of God. Hmm. And the tree of the knowledge of good and evil symbolizes our independence of God. And in fact, hmm. you know, let's start on that aspect first. And actually, this is actually very applicable to us right because obviously we're not in the garden of eden anymore we're busy students busy physicians you know we're trying to figure out for our you know third and fourth year you know fourth years where are we going to residency 
third years are just trying to learn everything they can. You know, so we're not exactly in the Garden of Eden, but yet that principle still applies. And and I guess I'll take this matter of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm. Because as soon as man ate of it, a couple of things started happening. Just mm-hmm. broad picture. Man had to leave God's presence. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? That was mm-hmm. essentially, you know, physically they didn't die. Obviously Adam and Eve still lived and things like that. Uh, but something happened. Mm-hmm. Death entered in, mm-hmm. right, according to mm-hmm. the word, and they had to be separate from mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. And we even see that uh, with Cain and Abel. You know, after Cain slayed his brother Abel, it said he left from God's presence. Mm-hmm. And to do that, then Cain built cities and protection and entertainment. All these things started happening. But essentially, after they took of the knowledge of good and e- the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they could not be with God anymore. So they had to become independent of God. Hmm. Right? And I would even say today, you know, when we're living our lives, we're students, we're studying, you know, there's this matter where we could be a fantastic third year medical student, hmm. but be apart from God. Hmm. Have wow. nothing to do with God. Right, we're just mm. doing our own thing. Even as Christians, you know, Sunday we we're things with God, but on the rest of the day we don't invite God into anything that we're doing. Hmm. Um, let's talk a little bit more then about you know practically how do we live a life dependent on God mm-hmm. versus living a life independent from God. Hmm. Um, there's one New Testament verse I think we can start from. This is John six fifty seven. As the living Father has sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who eats me, he also shall live because of me. Mm. This was the Lord Jesus speaking, mm-hmm. and speaking about the way he lived. He lived because of the Father. Mm-hmm. That's a kind of interesting phrase. Mm-hmm. And then he mentions, so he who eats me, he also shall live because of me. Wow. That's very interesting. Um, I'll pose this question then. Uh, how do we eat the Lord today practically mm-hmm. so that we can live because of him? Wow. Yeah, that's actually, you know, that's a fantastic verse because it brings in a couple of principles. Number one, eating, right? And so mm-hmm. here in the Old Testament in Genesis, Man is choosing to eat fruit, right? Which one am I eating? Uh, But here the Lord kind of brings up the same principle. If you eat me, you also shall live because of me. And, Mm -hmm. And these two things of eating and living, I mean, we as biological beings are very used to this, right? We don't think twice. We eat, we live. My children eat and they grow. My children don't eat and they don't grow. Right, mm-hmm. or or maybe according to this principle, if they eat trash food, <laughs> their health becomes very right not good, right? Right. Um, and so here the Lord is bringing this principle of if you eat me, you're going to live because of me. And I think your question there, Christian, was really good because that brings you know me back to Matthew chapter four, where the Lord was you know saying, you know, man does not live on bread alone. Mm. Right, but on every word that proceeds out from the mouth of God. Wow. Right. So in that verse, the Lord is essentially comparing the word of God coming out of his mouth 
to bread that we eat to survive. Mm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, that's a really big verse. Mm -hmm, Really. mm -hmm. And if you really believe what that verse is saying, does that mean a lot of people are just like outright starving every single day? Mm -hmm. Maybe that explains a lot of the issues everyone's just hangry (laughs) (laughs) that's a a great way to put yeah according to the lord they're missing a crucial element in their diet Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so back to eating the lord's word um what can we say about that (laughs) yeah yeah well you know i think this again this is amazing that we're seeing this principle in Genesis, right? Mm. Because, because here God, you know, this is in the beginning, before sin, before mm-hmm. any problem came in. Mm-hmm. The Lord has this principle of you either live because of me, mm. right? Or you live because of yourself. Mm. And, and like you said, when we live, eat the word, you know, if I wake up in the morning and I spend some time with the Lord, and I, you know, not just read the Word. And I think most Christians, you know, we have this experience. There's a time where we read the Word like we read our anatomy textbook, right? We just sit down, we read it, we memorize facts, we memorize Scripture, we memorize, you know, random details in the Bible. But then there's a time when you come to the Lord and you actually receive something of God. You know, I think most of us can go back in our experience and notice the difference. That day, that morning, I had a great time with the Lord. I received something, a supply, mm-hmm. almost like food, mm-hmm. right? And that food sustained me that day. Yeah. Right? I have plenty of those experiences in my clinic where I'm working. You know, I'm seeing patients. Some are mad. Some are upset. Some are vulnerable. All this human problems of sickness and death. And, you know, it's so easy to be burnt out. Yeah. Right? But some mornings, you spend time with the Lord and you have a supply. Yeah. Right? And you can go and you can actually shepherd people in your clinic. Wow. Right? That's... that. I'm not saying I'm a professional at that at all, but there are times where you realize I'm really shepherding people according to God and mm. not just doing my job mm. as a physician, you know. Mm. Well, Christian, I think um, we can fellowship more on this uh, all the time. Uh, but based on, you know, for the sake of time, uh, I feel like we can just, you know, stop here. Sure. And hopefully, you know, this will become a weekly thing where we can keep fellowshipping more and more on what God is doing. Yeah, let's uh let's pursue together. Hey, hey, Thanks, Christian.